1: moving on to the south um this a much di- worse division yeah i don't know if i'd say the worst division in football that's reserved for one in the nfc i think um, yeah but this division i think has a wide range of outcomes for each team and overall like just as as a unit um i think it's wide open i was kind of hard on the Jags because they get a tough schedule like that's the downside of like clutching out the division is that like you now have to face all the division winners um <laughs> I think Tennessee should be fine if they don't all fall apart again. Uh, I think I picked them to win the division again. Yeah, I think we both did. Um, Houston and Indy both have, you know, rookie quarterbacks, So that's going to be a bumpy ride for for each team. But um, we'll start off here with the Colts just because that's how we got the order. Um, I gave them eight and nine. You have them at six and 11 about. Um, Yeah, I, okay. So this is, this is assuming that JT goes back and plays. I, I assume he will. I'm, I think he will. I would be surprised if he doesn't.
0: He I has, hope he does.
1: He has no leverage here. Like, either he comes back a place for the Colts or he gets traded. So, fantasy wise, I think you can not worry. For the Colts, like, there's a minor chance they don't keep him, but like, he still has to get another year on his contract. Otherwise, he's just kind of stuck. Um, yeah. So, we both love Anthony Richardson. We love the fit. I think this roster. So, I I wasn't sure at first where I thought on the Colts, and um, I think this roster is good enough. Uh, to keep them afloat against, like, not elite opponents. And thankfully, they play in this division. So, it'll keep them afloat in this division. And with the O-line, they've got JT. They've got Pittman and Pierce. So, like, the, the pass-catching group, I think you could point as point out as, like, hey, that's the weakness. And with the rookie quarterback, that might be tougher. But I think they'll probably rely heavily on Pittman. They'll get some deep shots to Pierce. And, of course, Richardson's legs. Um, I'm not having them, like... It's still only eight and nine. Like it's I think it's higher than a lot of people have, but it's not like I'm saying they're having a winning record or making the playoffs still. I feel like uh Vegas has six and a half, so I'm a little, I'm over Vegas, but not like by an absurd amount.
0: Oh wow. Six and a half. Yeah, I mean they, so they have good players kind of spread out across the team. Mm-hmm. Uh they still have Shaq Leonard, um DeForest Buckner and Quiddy Pay. And then offensively, still have Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly on the O-line. Alec Pierce, we love him. Mm -hmm. Richardson's going to love Pierce. That's just going to be an immediate... It's been
1: working in the preseason already. Yeah, that's going to be a 60-yard
0: touchdown every couple weeks. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be consistent enough. And their running back situation is pretty dire. Because Jonathan Taylor, if he's not there... Ben, they're relying on Zach Moss, who just broke his arm, and Dion Jackson, um, and they have some newbies on the O line as well with Didn't they? Will Fries and yeah. Bernard Raymond, who's the left tackle. They drafted uh
1: what's his name Evan Hole, right? The running back. They did. But sorry, I was just
0: getting on the running back. Continue, continue. No, yeah, you're good. He's a uh, he is someone to keep an eye on because uh, Moss is not it and. <laughs> No, he sucks. Jackson filled in all right, but I don't think you want him to be the bell cow. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think they're going to be able to consistently deliver, but I do think that it's going to be a really nice showcase for what Richardson's ceiling is. Like as far as the this, this season goes, because he's going to win them some games and they're just ultimately not going to be able to do enough to win other games. But Richardson's a monster. And I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I just their secondary also sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was
1: that was what I, that was one thing I for sure noted. Their secondary is terrible. Yeah, like ro- really rough. That's probably the biggest weakness. Like, yeah, I wrote major liability. <laughs> the front seven's solid, but it's it's not like a level of like you know, it's not a San Fran thing where it's not, it's no. not elite enough. Yeah, so. They'll they'll have to play some catch up, which I think you know benefits Richardson. I uh looking through the wins, I gave them. So like I gave them this division's not strong enough for me to say like a, a team's gonna get swept. So I gave them their division split. I gave them the Rans at home, uh Cleveland, and New Orleans at home. I think New Orleans is one where you can maybe trade that away, or you know maybe you can say Tennessee sweeps them. That might be where we differ. I have them winning
0: against Tampa at home and then Vegas and Houston at home. So oh. I, I picked Tampa to beat them. I don't ah. actually know if I like that. Um, I think I just felt bad that I didn't give Tampa any wins. <laughs> their, <laughs> their schedules kind of tough too. Um, they do not have an easy schedule. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not as bad as other AFC teams, but just by being in the AFC they have a more difficult schedule because they play the AFC North, which sucks. Mm-hmm. And I gave the AFC North a win versus them like the entirety of that division. The Ravens will beat them. I think the Browns will beat them. Um, and then the Bengals. And to be honest, I have the Steelers beating them too.
1: Yeah, I, I gave them a win against Cleveland at home. Um, so you, you didn't give them that one. And there's one other, um, the Tampa one. So yeah, but that's, you know, the the, the Tampa one, I feel like it's pretty up in the air. The Cle- the Cleveland one, I think we'll have to see like at that point <laughs> where, where, where Cleveland is. <laughs> Like yeah. how is Watson doing? That that'll kinda of change a lot for me there. Um but I, I'm i I mean I'm gonna have my eye on this team a lot just because as not much as we like Richardson, I'm gonna wanna watch his team. So Oh yeah. Next up we've got the Titans. You got him at ten and seven, I've got him at nine and eight. We have them winning the division here. Uh Derrick Henry. Choo choo, muscle drink <laughs> <jingo>, over.
0: <burr. laughs> That's it. Uh no. So the Titans are one of the few teams I would say it's probably them and maybe the Patriots where I can just like give them wins because I like their head coach to win that chess match over yeah. other ones <laughs> and Vrabel is definitely one of those guys Vrabel's a great head coach um, they did lose a lot of people this off season, but I like their offense more this year
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm so, with you it kind of evened out. And it might be sort of that Belichickian bias thing, but I'm not as concerned with them losing linebackers because that's, like, Vrabel's... I feel like he can just scheme his linebackers, whoever they are, as long as they're, like, decent yeah. enough to,
1: to work. Um, yeah, because they got Aziz Alshair... He was kind of one of the bigger places because he was on the Niners for a while. Um, Because they they lost uh, Dupree and Long um, and Cunningham. Dupree and Long, didn't they they both get hurt last year, too? I don't remember for sure. um, I'm pretty sure Bud Dupree did, right? Dupree, I think, started the year off hurt, right? Maybe. Or no.
0: This team had so many injuries last year. They did. It was hard to keep track of. (laughs) They definitely both of those guys were definitely hurt at various points mm-hmm. and probably overlapped. But I like their secondary. Kevin Bayard's still really good. Christian Fulton's been showing he can do it. They got Sean Murphy bunting. Yeah, that their was a O-line big. O line ass. took a really big <laughs> hit, but they started to build it back up again. The O line uh, is the big question mark for this team for me. Yes, so Andre Dillard is the is a really big question mark. He is the left tackle. He was drafted by the Eagles. He was a six foot five, three hundred fifteen pound like left tackle, and I want to say he was just behind whoever was really good there. But anytime he got the opportunity to play, he got hurt. So I we have no idea what this guy is capable of. He is healthy, um, but he has never been able to stay healthy. At any point in his career. So if he can stay healthy, they'll be really good.
1: But, but if he yeah. can't,
0: they're really fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they they lost uh, Taylor
1: the one He was kind of hurt most of the year anyway. Um, They lost Nate Davis. Did he go to the Bears? Was that? I don't remember. Um, that sounds right. One of the big additions, though, was drafting uh, Peter Skaronsky. Uh, Pete, Petey Crystals, as we'll call him, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Nate Davis is on the Bears. So... Yeah, and one of the other additions I like a lot here was Tajay Spears. Um, early on in the year when they had Donchell Hilliard in that kind of, like, pass-catching running back role where he would, like, you know, get some wheel routes, a extra stuff, it, it gave them some extra punch because as great as Eric Henry is, he's not, like, shifty or a route runner. So they, they, they passed to him more. There was a lot of dump-offs, though. Having someone like Tajay Spears who can actually, like, run routes as a running back, I think gives them an extra dimension where it'll take some load off of Henry. Um, it that'll like, as long as Ty J's healthy, it'll reduce Henry's like reception ceiling, but
0: I think it's better overall for the Titans. Yeah. And, and it helps because they're not very deep at the wide receiver position. Yeah. Um, just to have somebody else that can open things up. Uh, D hop, that addition's huge. If not for D hop himself, At least for Traylon Burks. I think you and I are both on the same page that we're expecting a pretty nice year two from Mr. Burks.
1: Yeah, uh, everything in the offseason is super positive for him. And like, it sounds, so one of our big knocks on Burks was that like he didn't seem as fast as we thought he should be, I guess. Um, But it sounds like he actually got in like better shape this offseason. This has been like on his fucking game. Basically like, you realize as a rookie, like, oh shit, like I need to be a pro now and so if that and that's a big step i think having like yourself in the right headspace and working hard the proper level is is important so he's got the ability it's just does he you know stay healthy is he you know in pro is he at pro athlete condition you know performance level now and i think he is so or at least he's he's a lot closer yeah and he he looked he's starting to show some some good stuff at the end of last year so having d hop there I have no clue what to expect from him, like for his own stats, but it's a huge boon to the team as a whole, I think.
0: Yeah. Which is partially why we gave them the division. Mm-hmm. Uh quick note, how about Malik Willis uh making the number two? He says he's ahead of Will Levis on the depth chart.
1: Malik Willis you think was... that's
0: just seniority, like he's been there longer.
1: I So there's a couple things. One, like we obviously had our question marks on Levis. Um yeah. two Willis is someone that we for sure said, like, this guy needs time, <laughs> so yeah, he yes. looked rough last year, like, and when they were trying to, like, make the playoffs, they put Dobson over him, like, that's a bad sign, but, like, he's someone who, if 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 Malik Willis, like, improves some of the things, like, some of his big areas, like, he could actually end up being good, so maybe he's improved a lot this offseason, maybe Levis has been struggling, maybe it's seniority, I don't know. Maybe it's um, both. Yeah, <laughs> it could be, like, all the, it could be all those, so...
0: 'Cause yeah. like I feel like Willis should be decent in this offense. So this is a vertical as fuck offense, right? Yeah. It is D hop down the sideline, Burks straight down the middle, and then Kyle Phillips with a little crossing route who's not gonna get targeted. And Chigakonkwo. So you got all these big dudes with just a launching passing game. I feel like Willis could do that. And honestly, Will Levis probably could too. Um I don't know. It's yeah, I was kind of going in expecting to be down on the Titans after last year, but it's the opposite. I think they're mm-hmm. back. Yeah, like they they were six and six with Tanny. Um,
1: obviously not amazing, but you look at the games where they didn't have him, it's like, eh. I think I think if they have, let me so let me look through these games where they uh or they lost Tanny, so he left. Um, when did he get her? I'm trying to find out. Anyway, they they were significantly worse with, without Tanny. Like that was kind of a clear. Oh yeah, uh, point, well yeah, so. the
0: the Malik Willis experiment—he was not ready, and that was bad. It, yeah, it was, it was bad.
1: They yeah. lost their last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, and I think Tanny. So he—I think he got hurt against the Eagles, was it? Or maybe right for the Eagles game. I'm trying to find where he got hurt exactly. Um, he was in for the Jaguars game, so they were seven and six at that point. And then did he get hurt against the Chargers? I'm trying to find where he got hurt exactly. Yeah, so he got hurt against the Chargers. It looks like. They lost that game, fell to 7-7, seven to seven, then lost the last three without him. Yep. So. And they still
0: barely lost to the Chargers and the Texans. That's kind of
1: funny. Yeah, they lo- they lose to the Texans, which
0: I think they probably win that one with Tanny. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then
1: they, they lost. They honestly
0: might have beaten the Chargers, too, because I think Tanny got hurt mid-game.
1: Yeah, they, uh, yeah, he got hurt and they just ran a bunch. Uh, they lost to the Cowboys and they lose to the Cowboys anyway. And then, yeah, the Jags game. Like, they barely lost with Dobbs. I think they probably win that with Tanny. So, yep. you know, like, getting nine wins instead. dead. And then, like, they they probably win this division if Tanny doesn't get hurt, is what we're saying. Yeah. So that's kind of what we have them at now, is <laughs> Tanny
0: not getting hurt. We have them winning the division, so. Yep. Mm-hmm. All the hype's on the Jags, but it's still Vrabel's division, boys.
1: <sighs> yeah, so the Jags, moving to them, their schedule was... Well, it's not easy. Um, no, it's way harder. Yeah, it's. <laughs> listen, they get those first place poopies. Um, that makes it tougher. There are some games I think I could give them. Like, I think there's a chance they could sweep Indy just because they play them so early in the year. Um, they, like, they, they could end up sweeping any of these division mates, like between Houston and Indy. Same with Tennessee, honestly. But I feel like giving the division splits, even if you're not right game by game, helps kind of balance out the records. Overall, because you're gonna be wrong elsewhere, so the, yeah. that kind of keeps like floors and ceilings on everything properly. Um, yeah, they get the AFC North. They play Buffalo and KC, and like it just it sucks. So uh, it's a bummer there. The uh,
0: they do get two home games though in London. Oh yeah, we do, yeah. Which which games are those? Which games are the London games? Because they get that, the Falcons and the Bills.
1: Oh, week four and five is right. So i don't i didn't give them that bills game um i, I gave did them the not. falcons game so same well, maybe maybe they pull off that bills one who knows um see so i have them at seven to ten you have them at nine and eight i don't yeah. think they got worse
0: but i don't either so they're getting they're getting ridley. actually i kind of they actually did get a little worse maybe um because they did get ridley which is amazing uh-huh but their o-line is pretty rough
1: that's that's my big problem with them is like, yeah. they they didn't do anything there. <laughs> so, they didn't do
0: anything. They didn't do anything with the O line. They just let people go and then didn't fill in those spots. Their left guard position is awful. Their right tackle is a rookie, and their left tackle is suspended. Yeah, if
1: their if their line has any injuries, they're toast. Like they're toast. Yeah, they like they didn't change enough on the like. This is cause this is where I was going with the Bengals earlier. The Bengals are you know 13 win team. If they don't change stuff, that's okay. It's consistency. The Jags, you know, you're getting Ridley back, but like what else? Like <laughs> so like, okay, that's great. And you, you just snuck into the playoffs because you got to beat Josh Dobbs. Like I I need <laughs> more from you than just getting Ridley back. So I don't know. I I don't think they're gonna be bad. Like I don't think I think as a team, like we're not gonna say, oh, the Jags look like they got worse. Unless the line sucks, and we say, oh, the line sucks. That's why they're worse. Um, That's a possibility. (laughs) But they just just didn't get
0: better enough, I guess, is why I'm looking at it. And their schedule got a lot harder. And that's why that that was the first thing I put in was basically I took Lawrence's play from last year where he got a lot better, but then with a harder schedule. And it kind of equates to pretty much the same record. I don't think they're a 12-win team. I saw some people giving him that and i'm like you are absolutely ridiculous their o line is not good enough to win them 12 games i'm sorry yeah
1: there there are certainly people who just ballpark stuff and don't look at the schedule like there's no way you can give a teams win prediction without going through the schedule like even like i know it's before the season starts it's hard to go game by game early on but like you got to do it to like get a good idea like that's how we got ahead on philly like we're like yeah philly's going to get Way more wins than they should. And the year before, Tennessee. Tennessee's gonna get way more wins than they should. I remember that
0: one too. Tennessee were like i I kinda thought Tennessee was gonna suck, but their schedule is garbage.
1: Uh yeah. They're gonna win this division. Exactly. (laughs) It's like and they both
0: ended up a little
1: better than we thought, too, but like there's always a team team or two, like there's always one team, sometimes just multiple, that like their schedule just really does them favors. Like for me, that's the Steelers this year. Like I just this year's schedule really doing them some favors and helping them out and getting way more wins that they probably should
0: get. Um so the one um the one thing I think the Shags do have going for them is they drafted my guy Brenton Strange, who I really liked as a tight end prospect, because he can both block and catch. And I'm like mm-hmm. if their tackles suck, you know they're running two tight end sets. This is Doug Peterson. Yep. <laughs> Evan Engram <laughs> Is gonna be on one side, and Brenton Strange is gonna be with whoever is worse of the tackles, and he might not catch a pass, but he might be really, really useful in blocking. <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's the thing. Like Evan Ingram, he is not a blocker, so no, <laughs> he'll just be a receiver. So like you'll have Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley and Evan Ingram as your essentially three receivers in a in twelve personnel in a weird way. Um, yeah, <laughs> where are you at on the uh, Tank Bigsby hype?
0: Um it's Dougie P so I am expecting a bit of a committee. Yeah. But I do still expect it to be ETN as the 1A and then the rest of them to be sort of the 1B if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I watching Tank Busy pre-draft I was not really impressed with him. Um watching his preseason game I wasn't terribly impressed. <laughs> start off the start off like he he had one good one on the edge um but like i, I yeah. like hasty more to be honest yeah they've got hasty and durness too they've got a lot of good like backups there to do different things oh, um i forgot they have Darnus too yeah t- tank so his pass blocking like it looked really good in the preseason like so he's i feel like one of his big things is gonna be like
0: hey go in there and protect lawrence pretty much so that is true he might have the roshan johnson role <laughs> protect yeah, like, and run into the end zone at the one
1: yeah, and he and he can catch the ball. Like it's not like he's like amazing run routes and stuff. But like he, you know, he doesn't have brick hands, so like he'll get on the field because of that. But Eamonn Etienne's still a better player. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it, 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 I during the season I'm gonna try to stay off Twitter as much as possible because you see some real dumb shit. But oh yeah, the thing this year is like everyone thinking that Tank Beasley's gonna take Etienne's job. I'm like, if I'm wrong on that, I'll eat it. But like that sounds fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, sounds, I don't know. That sounds like bait to me. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's always some dumb hype bait. But um, <laughs> yeah, there, there are some moments where I'm like, like he, he, like basically like, you know, cut a run outside into a tackle. I'm like, yeah, the division's not all there yet. So,
0: yeah. Uh, so like we said, they're still a like a good team. They're just not a good team. They yeah. just they need some O line help. I don't yeah. even know who Blake Hance is. who, And that's your starting guard. <laughs> he's 27, so he's been in the league for, it, you know, least a couple, a couple of years. Of years now. And we at least recognize these linemen at this point with how long we've been doing this. I'd have no idea who that is. Blake Hance, huh? Like Hance. dance with an H, huh? Yep. All right.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a rough line here. Uh, <laughs> not great to start in any injury yet is... So, that, that honestly, is probably like the limiting factor for them. Um, like, that's going to keep them from beating some of these top-notch teams, especially, like, looking through here, like, Casey, um, Pittsburgh. Like, honestly, like, I gave them a sand frame. Like, sand frame might just have enough oh,
0: what, enough D-line presence to beat them or something. Like Yeah, and then you have even Baltimore. in division, like, the Titans. Yeah. They're, v- Vrabel's going to attack the shit out of your weak points on the line. So. Which... I don't even that's the other. I don't even particularly like Anton Harrison that much either as a prospect. And they went and got him to fill the right tackle spot. And I hope, you know, he does fine, but he was not high on my board and he's your starting rookie right tackle. And that's kind of scary too. So Mm. (laughs) I have a lot of reservations about the O-line and that's kind of why I'm not on their train yet of hype. Yeah. So unfortunately we don't have the Jags taking the step forward
1: per se. Um, Next up, we've got the Texans. You had them 5 and 12. I had them at five or six wins as well. Um, yeah. So I, I did an initial schedule take early on and did a more recent take. Um, there are a couple teams I, I differed on, but most of them, everyone was within one win except for one, and that was Arizona, because I kind of changed some stuff based on possible Kyler timeline, but mm-hmm. I didn't change anything drastically in, the, in between the takes. Um, so. Last year was kind of funny with the Texans. Um, <laughs> the way it ended, especially with lovey kind oh, of giving the middle finger. That, that was, was wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. loved that. Um, huge overhaul on this roster. Huge. Probably the most
0: turnover. Like
1: this is the most the only in one. Yeah.
0: The only one that I think beats it is maybe the Rams. Cause they have like 40 new players, but that is, that's it. This yeah. team is entirely different. Yeah. The Rams, Chicago, Atlanta, like they had a lot of change too.
1: Um, San Fran did as well, actually. Um, but yeah, the, the Houston changed a ton. Um, ton of stuff on offense changing, ton of stuff on defense changing. Um, obviously, big one is, is Stroud. Um, they have D'Amico Ryans as their
0: coach now. Their defense actually looks, on paper, looks good. I agree. Because I like their their secondary. I'll start there. Um, I like Derek Stingley. Jimmy Ward is huge at safety for them. Peach yeah. Petrie, right? I think so. Is how you pronounce it. Free For sure. safety. He had a really good rookie season. He's now in his second year, and they got Steven Nelson from the uh, Steelers, which is kind of why their secondary is worse.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they have decent linebackers. They're at least not bad with Perryman, uh, yeah. Kirksey, and a couple other ex jets like Cashman. <laughs> um, but they also have Sheldon Rankins and Malik Collins, and they also got Will Anderson. So defensively, Plus, a defensive minded head coach and D'Amico Ryans, they're they're going to be solid.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like Jimmy Ward coming over with D'Amico as well, like as kind of like yeah, someone key in the defense to kind of keep the consistency going. Because I think with this team, the defense is going to take a bit to mesh. New system, a bunch of new players. Like, there's like both sides are going to take some time. But I think as we get into the year, and this could be a spot where I end up changing stuff for them on their wins. Um, now, they kind of have a tougher second half to schedule too, but I think as the team rounds into form, we'll be like, oh, like okay, Baltimore week one—that's unfortunate. We're probably yeah. not going to see the defense look great right away. But... And let's
0: be—let to be fair, that sucks for anybody. Yeah, <laughs> Baltimore week one is one of the worst games you can get out of the sorting hat. Uh uh-huh. There's a couple like. Baltimore,
1: the Chiefs, like, getting those teams on first week is just a uh, big kick in the dick. Uh, oh, we get a
0: month to prepare? Great.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Week one, you're not going to see it, but I think as you go throughout the year and you get, you know, some lesser quarterback play, some teams that aren't the Ravens or, like, you know, top-notch teams, we'll see the defense go, like, oh, hey, like, they can actually do some shit. Um, the offense, I think we're expecting pretty run-heavy given rookie quarterback, and a decent O-line and Damian Pierce. Yeah. I love yeah. Damian Pierce. <laughs> I do, too. He's such a lovable bowling ball. Yeah, like, he should be pretty good this year, too. Like, he was balling last year before he got he hurt. He was and I think good they,
0: last year, and that team was not very good. Yeah, and,
1: like, with a better <laughs> team and hopefully more scoring opportunities and, like, closer games, like, that should benefit him. And I think last, I think last year, if they weren't, like, so bad, he might have come back. So... They pretty much just shut him down for the year. Like, hey, like, you know, thank you. Yeah, get healthy. (laughs) They added Shaq Mason. Got Juice Scruggs. (laughs) Juice Scruggs. Yeah, because their their starting center, uh, Quisenberry was it? Got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Titus Howard, I think, is supposed to be back for the season. But if not, they've got George Fant. So, like, they've got some depth, too, on the line. They do. Which, like I said, given how run-heavy they'll be, I think that makes sense. They've got... Nico Collins, Robert Woods, John Mechie, I think that's who we expect to be the three starters. Um, the receiving group is kind of the weakness. I think that's kind of the main obvious point. They have Dalton Schultz at tight end. So, like, I think as Stroud gets better and, like, acclimated to the NFL game, like, we'll see this team kind of take, like, a pretty quick jump up with his acclimation.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at, too. I think that uh, it's just going to take a while for everybody to gel and mm-hmm. kind of get... You know, mesh together, but once that happens, they're gonna be a tough out. It's just gonna take a little while. Uh huh. And
1: on Denzel Perryman, he was the the on and off switch for the Raiders last year. Where when Perryman was out, you could just run on the Raiders all day. When he was in, Mm -hmm. like he could actually stop the run. So (laughs) having him for your run D is huge. I think.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of. The wide receiver group is really intriguing and for me one of Tank Dell or John or uh, not John Mechie I think he's just really good but one of Tank Dell or Xavier Hutchinson I think is going to be a pretty good connection with Stroud I don't know which one it is yet It from the looks of it it might be Tank Dell yeah he's the one that like Stroud wanted right
1: I think Stroud I asked for Tank Dell particular, like, in particular that might have been him so I think they like worked out together early off season or something, if I, if I recall.
0: So, and it looked good in the preseason. So, yeah, like solid O line, buffed up defense. They have weapons. They just need time to, you know. This is a 2024 be... team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Um,